0: Gimara, Pesachim, Daf Gimel. Maseket has been dedicated by Shalom Ben Yaminov to the Edo Nishmat Miriam Bat Zelpa. We begin the Hayim Nefuah Shlema Miriam Bat Im Shalom. for the Beracha and the Atzlacha. We hold the Meshpacha. This Daf is being studied Nefuah Shlema Shem On Ben Semcha. We begin today's daf on Bet Amud Bet, uh, right on the bottom of the Amud Mativ Morzutra. So we're still in the sugya over here at Abotai of uh, analyzing the first word of the Mishnah. The mishnah said on Daf Bet, Or the Asar, the oranir. We concluded actually on yesterday's daf that indeed the word or is urta, which is night. And therefore, the Mishnah was saying that on the night of the 14th, is the night where the day is the 14th, Wednesday is the 14th, I mean Tuesday night, but kim it hamesh to The Gemara is still going to bring now proofs back and forth on the word or. So we're not done yet with this sugyah Matib morzutra. Amma pelet or... So we're talking about a lady that gave birth. Now we know the lady gives birth to a girl, so she's teme'ah for fourteen days. And then for the next sixty-six days, the blood that comes out of her is considered dam to yom teshev. So altogether, her process from beginning of birth until she finishes Yemeh tahara is 80 days. What happens after 80 days? She brings a kurban. The question over here is, let's say she has a miscarriage somewhere in between uh, these Yemeh uh, tahara during, let's say, the 66 days. How could she have a miscarriage? Very easy. Uh, she went to the McVeigh after 14 days, and she can have relations at that point with her husband. Baby didn't hold. Miscarriage is considered like a birth, and therefore, now the question is, she has to bring a korban on the miscarriage, or do we say you can kill two birds with one stone? And you say, well, let her just finish uh, you know, 80 days, and let her bring one korban, and, and it will be for both. Or, well, the uh, B'raita over here, or the Mishnah, is actually going to discuss that case where you have a birth, a viable birth, and then you have a miscarriage following it. How many qurbanot can she bring at the end of her process, or does she have to bring? So the case is, she's mappelet, meaning she miscarried, or the shmonim Okay, shmonim already is the 81st day, so she's out of her. 80. 80 days already so she's in the new in the new cycle we we'll call it and then happened the miscarriage on the or well that's the million dollar question <laughs> what's the or it either could mean the night okay. or it could mean the day okay. well let's see from context <laughs> bet potrim mikurban bet says patur from the second korban on the miscarriage which means you bring one and it covers uh, covers it but says no is the case with Betilael is Mahmid. says the Hayab. I so have to bring for the first uh, pregnancy, and I have to bring for the second one. Now we'll see the logics, and based on the questions and the logics, and the back and forth between betel and Betil, we'll see exactly what the words mean. Amru, <correcting> go, go further. Just go further. Go further. Amru lahim, le leBetshemai. Betilael <correcting> tells Betshemai. Ma'ishena or shemonim Stop right there. There's the proof. Betelel tells bet What's the difference between Or Le-Shemunim or Le-Yom Shemunim So clearly Betelel understands that what? That Or is night. So that's already a proof that Or must mean uh, laila from the way Betelel uh, 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 answered. Now put that on the side now. So we know Or means "laila." Now let's see what the context over here. Even though we're not learning ni Nida, but let's see uh, Let's see what happened over here. It's basically telling him that once you get to the day, let's say, let's say you get to the day of the 81st, we all agree she's out of the woods already. She's on the 81st day. So the Chahorah, if you're out of the woods on the 81st day, you're out of the woods on the night before also. Because the night follows the uh, the day. So it's the same, it's the same day, basically. So therefore, but Shammai says, no, on the 81st day, she, night, if she had the miscarriage, she doesn't bring a korban. Why? Because she's still connected to the, to the first one. So Beth Shammai say I understand you. but the 81st day, you agree to me. If it happened in the day, the miscarriage, oh, that's already uh, you're out of the woods. It's considered a new one. So if you have to bring a separate korban. So the Kaurah, if in the day you would have to bring a separate korban for the miscarriage, the night should be the same. Should, should be the same. That's his claim back. Now, Beit of course, will answer it. The point is, I'm on the second line. on the second line. Which means, the night of Shemunim Im Then he has another claim also. Which means, when is the Tum'ah... Uh, over, the tumah is over at eighty. So therefore, at eighty at, at eighty-one at, uh, at night, which is the night of the eighty-one, you're already out of the tumah. So if you're out of the tumah, you should now bring a new for it. He's, he's having uh, two claims, and we'll see the two claims in Nashi clearer. But is uh, asking two claims. But our point is the next line. From the fact that Betel Taz Betshamai. Maishena or shemonim ve-ehad, miyom shemonim ve Shma mina or urta. Oh, shma mina. That's what we brought this for. Or urta. Or is night. Now you want to refresh yourself in the Masechet Nida? We'll take a refresher course. Read the top uh, Rashi,
1: then we'll see the story over here. Hamapelat. Hamapelat or the. Oh, kritut. Okay, kritut from there we learn you bring one korban to cover many births oh do you think that you'll bring also one korban if you had a child before and
0: then you had a child after the milot meaning after the 66 days you think also you can get away with one one before melot, melot means the 66 days in this case. You think one before and one after also you bring one? No. Is that possible? That Again, true? miscarriage. Oh, miscarriage. Sorry. You think you'll bring uh, 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 one for both? No. If you add one, the miscarriage after the melot, finish. Then
1: you have to uh, bring two. But we, when you say one, we have to wait another 80 days after that, no? Keep going. Continue. Obviously, she cannot bring a korban when she's she went to the
0: mikveh after two weeks Right? For a mikveh That's what they do Two weeks is good She goes to the mikveh And then what? she got pregnant No problem
1: She had a miscarriage huh? She can be one korban for both She means
0: one korban for both Once she's, she's pure
1: And Shalom israel. <laughs> 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 ah, once already she's hayevet in the first
0: korban before the second leda. Namely, after the 80 days pass, click. She's hayeva korban. Now she has the miscarriage. Finished. It's a separate korban. Because already the first korban clicked. If it didn't click yet, because it didn't reach 80 yet. So then say, you know what? When you bring the korban, bring one, and you cover everything, all the all the births before. <speaking in the> leda <language> Now the question is, when do you click it? When do you say, click Jehovah Korban? On the night of the 80th first, or the day of the 81st? That's going to be
1: the subject of the Mahalokim. Right. And the end of the prayer of the second prayer, you will have two prayer. Here is <laughs> the <laughs> key. The prayer of the prayer of the 81st prayer, that you will hear the prayer of the prayer of the Lord, but there is no prayer for the prayer of the prayer, that there is no prayer for the Keywords. But Shammai says she miscarried on the
0: night of the 81st, you don't click korban yet. Why? Because she can't bring a kurban at night. So therefore, technically, Beit Shammai says you still would bring one kurban in that. That's his reason. Because his reason. <laughs> so you didn't click yet, hayav kurban. Right. So that's going to be Beit Shammai's lot. Now, we agree. If it happened in the day, she had the miscarriage. Oh, already in the day, she was hayav in the kurban on the first one. So now already the melot happened. Therefore she'll be hayav Bring two, two. so Betelel's asking Bet Betshamai. I understand on the day you agree you bring two. So why in the night no? Betalel's trying to understand
1: his logic. Betalel, Mahayimin, shtei korbanot laahar be Right, he
0: said, listen, if the middle, I don't care. if You can bring a korban, you can't bring a korban. According to betel when do you click the first korban? The night. Boom. Shaiav a korban for the first one. Shaiav a korban for the second one.
1: That's Betalel's argument. Okay, now we're going to now we going to get some back and forth here. But first question to Beth shemai. Bet shemai you know that we all know that the day and the night is the same day. In
0: Judaism, the day starts from the night. So if she was Mapil the day, you are more there that she'll bring two korbanot. So then why in the night? It's different. Because we know, we know which Shemayah's to answer to that. What going to answer? There's a big difference in the day and the night. Can't, the can't, night can't you can't bring a korban, so you didn't click the korban. You're yeah, not high yeah. The day, ya high But the they're not look at it like that. They say same day. That's his first question. <laughs> this is the second question now, and then he asks a question regarding tumah. What is the question regarding tumah?
1: Bitmiha, the order ayached Exactly, which means we know that
0: when does her blood start becoming tame again? For 66 days we said the blood comes out of her, it's Tahor, right? What happens at sunset on the 80th, uh, going into 81st day? If if she bleeds at that point, Tame'a, which means basically she's out of her Dam Tohar. The Dam Tohar ends, which means obviously she's in a new phase now. Because now the Dam Tohar days are technically over. Which means the Yemim Milot are done at sunset. If she believes at that point, it's Dam Tameh. Oh, so therefore, do'a.
1: Right? No difference
0: between seeing at sunset
1: or seeing at uh, the next day. But <med up and> claim <int Ana> basically listen, once already she changed exactly. That little shkia, she changed
0: phases already. So just like she changed phases from Damtoa to Dam Tameh, so we should know difference between if she uh, has the miscarriage at night or in the day. she's done with the Yameh. Ar- it's
1: another proof to show she's done with Yemeh ar- Melot. Oh, now you want to know yeah. sh- my
0: body is extra now. This is consider this mm-hmm. a bonus. bonus right? I don't need to know Bet Shemai's answer. I'm not learning yeah, Kiri well, too. But she felt mm-hmm. to tell us because how are you going to sleep without knowing how Bet sh- <laughs> going to answer. So <laughs> that she said, I got to tell you how Bet Shemai answers because I don't want you to lose sleep. So I thought,
1: even though it's not no gaya. For us, I need to know one thing. Or Urta. Or is no, night. Very good. But here's the answer. lo. Ah, that's what we said. What are you talking about? The day is much different. The day
0: already, that's when the Kayuf Korban comes. Until the day, there's no Kayuf Korban because you can bring the Korban at night. So, therefore, she didn't yet get the click of Hayav Korban at night. So, therefore, you can
1: still bring one Korban for both if it happened at night. That's my first answer. Right? Right, which means in the day, right, the day
0: already.
1: Right, no, 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 the day, right, the not show Right, which means the day, right, the
0: day already. her is means that automatically... <laughs> Is mehiyev okay. a Because when the bloods came out of her, uh, when she had the miscarriage, she was tameh, mm-hmm. and it didn't mehiyev a korban. When she got the miscarriage, in the what uh, uh, right. bloods tameh? Correct, which has a miscarriage. Those bloods, she's out of dam tahor again. When she has the miscarriage, her bloods are tameh, and still we say she brings one. So tumah doesn't bring the korban. Tumah doesn't clink the korban. Has Bichami's answer back?
1: Shahere Piratoch I mean, how should Petura Min So, if
0: Bichami has his uh, has his answers, okay. Back to the Gemara. Shmam Bina Bat Or Urta. Okay. Metive Yachod ye Ne'echar Or Uh What are we talking about over here? We have a uh, korban. Some korbanot. Uh, the Torah comes along and says. Uh, you get to eat it for uh, two days and one night. So the Gemara's asking on those type of korbanot, would you be a- able to eat it on or What's I don't know what or means, but something either the third day or the third the night the night of the third. Look at that sheet right away. Start or,
1: or Oh, so that's the night. That's the night. Means the night of the third
0: day. Oh. We're talking about a korban shalamim. What does the Torah say about the eating of a korban Shalamim? Beauty. So, that means on the day that you bring the korban, and then what does it say also? Oh, so then it says no. You read the pasuk oh, I'm sorry. You get to eat it for two days. You get to eat it on the day that you brought it and the next day. So if you brought the korban on Monday, so you get Monday afternoon till the day is finished. Obviously, you get Monday night. It also sounds like you get Tuesday. Then what does it say? So now it says. On Wednesday morning, you burn it. So the question is, Tuesday yeah. night. Because Tuesday night is the night of the third day. Torah yeah. didn't say to burn it at night. Torah said burn it on the bokir of the oh, Shirishi. So the is asking, are you allowed to eat the Qurban Shilamim on the night of the third day? Stop right there. What do you see here? Or is night. Yeah. For us, for pesachim we're good. Now you want to learn uh, korbanot? Now we're going to learn about korbanot. But again, don't get caught up with this. This is not sugiah. the sugya. The sugya is the fact that the Gemara asks, can you eat a korban shalamim on the or of the shilishi? must be the asking on the night of the shilishi. So or is urta. Let's continue. Now the Gemara is going to ask, for sure you should be uh, allowed to. You should be allowed to. Why? Vedinu. Dinu means uh, like a kava Zevachim liyom ehad. The regular korban zevachim. Not a shulamim, Zivahim, like a korban todah, is eaten one day. You got to rush the korban todah. You bring the korban todah. You got to eat it quickly. You Get one day. Ushlabim Now, ehad, Sorry, ahad which means you get the night after the day. So when the Torah says you get one day, that means you also get the that day right. plus the night. So that it's a, the night comes for free. The night comes with the day. So, Afkan, So, therefore, the since we're letting you eat on Tuesday, so Tuesday night's got to come with it. In the case of the Qurban Shilamim, we you burn on Monday afternoon. So, Monday afternoon is day one, Tuesday is day two. Now, we know the day and the night they go together. So, you should get Tuesday night also, just like we gave it to you by Qurban Shilamim. Oh, that's what I have thought. That's what I have thought, by the way. On the day that you bring the Korban, you can eat it, plus the day after. Oh, here's the key. And the leftovers is You got to get rid of which means it, it, it discussed already notar adyum, in the day. That means if you didn't finish it by the by the day, by the end of the day, already have uh, notar. Oh, so it shows you that we don't, I would have said notar goes till uh, the next morning. No, notar already, they cut you down by the day. That means that night already, you're out. Yeah, oh, so maybe if that's the case, you should burn it right away then. Because if it make, if it's notar already on Tuesday at sunset, let's say, so now already you should burn it, Tuesday night, once it's once it hits notar, normally we say notar, the next thing is what? To no, vedinu, I'll make a kava homros, or a hekesh, zevachim ne'echalim liyom balayla, echad, zevachim is one day, one night. Once the akhila finishes by a bingo. Zivachim happens right away. I would have thought also, once the eating stops, namely in my case, Tuesday afternoon you have to stop eating it, so Tuesday night you should burn it right away. That's what I would have thought. Okay. By the way, so we well, saw two Hanushim we learned by, uh, by, uh, by the Qurban Shul Amin. Hadush number one, you cannot eat it on the third day. Hadush number one, you can't eat it on the third day. And Hadush number two is, you can't burn it the night before. You have to burn it on the third day, even though the eating actually stops. Right? Tuesday night, the night before, but you don't burn it that night. You wait till the next day and you burn it. Now, here's the proof of Pesachim Here's the line that you have to know. The way the Gemara asked Will it be permissible to eat the Korbaran or Shilishi, which is the night of the Shilishi, Alma or Urta? You see that? what Or is Urta. So we're bringing the proofs here. Now nah, they're coming in. They're coming in quickly, the proofs now. Or Urta. Okay.
1: Usually the sh'mat Mina you stop
0: usually no like, keep going yeah because c- there's there's proofs the other way so therefore they want uh, to one sh'mat minah the other way there's not one sh'mat the other way we had we, we had some questions we had questions we had to answer them we had questions we, we had a whole page of questions we had the uh, those 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 are uh, answers by the way you know we didn't say, we had to say lemeiru uh, you're changing the whole context of a pasuk to get out of a uh, question so therefore now we want to Tashema, there's is easy proof. Or Shalyom Kippurim, which by the way would be called Leil Kippur. What do you do, Leil Mit Palel Sheva. Abida seven blessings. Umid Vadeh, what Shaharit, Mit Palel Sheva, Umid Vadeh. Also, seven blessings, what have we done? Musaf, Mit Palel Sheva, seven blessings in the Musaf. Umid Vadeh, what have we done? Minha, Mit Palel Sheva, Mit Vadeh. Me'arbit, Mit Palel. Me'en shimonah asar. Okay, now Arbit, Amotzei. Okay, you prayed a lot that day. Me'en, you don't have to pray the full eighteen. You can pray me'en shimonah uh, asar. You can pray, a, you know, a small version of the shimonah asar You got to pray Motzei Kippur, the regular Amidah, not because of anything, because of a technical problem. Really, he also let you pray a short Amidah Motzei Kippur. But what the problem is? Be pnei sheli kumad havdalah becholena da. You have to say tachon we know that you don't say when they bridge the version of the Amida, Right? Remember what we learned? Which will get mixed up. So therefore you can only say in a regular version. Good. Okay. By the way, now you learned the Kippur story. But what do you see over here? It says, in the order of Yom Kippur, you pray seven Berachot. What are do we doing? Baboker. So that means, what was the order? What about through The night. Alma or urtaho. So you must see or yom kipuri must be lel kapur. I know you had enough proofs, but the gum not going to another one. Ta shema de de this is uh this is uh this is the, this is it. This is not without any questions, this one. It's not gonna prove the word or, but it's gonna show you that there's another Braita that Shemuel had, that they learned in Shemuel's bet Midrash. They they didn't learn. Of course they had our Mishnah, but they also had other uh, statements that were similar to our Mishnah. Now this statement they read like this, By the way, which was the Mishnah could have done that and saved us a whole page and a half, by the way. The Mishnah, for whatever reason, did not want to tell us what this B'raita did. The B'raita said clearly, No need to question, hey, what is Lele? We know what Lele is. And it says, so therefore, if, if we have a bright and it says lele, le, so must be when it said in the al-mishnah, or, it means the same thing as that bright. And therefore, or must be, lele, the le, I says say it's a between the mishnah, not going to argue on the mishnah. Okay. alma or urtahu Okay. Stop. So really, why did al-mishnah not, uh, not say this over there? Remember, the only me that means nighttime. <inaudible> and it's
1: supposed to tell me that uh, it means
0: night. No, lele, lele. Lele al Lele. Like, no. it's, it's telling you want to make medika. Why is it alma or or? I don't. Because isn't isn't this a carbon copy of our Mishnah? No? You just changed the word, change the word le- or to lele. <inaudible> so it's explaining the word or to mean lele. So therefore, lele al ba'asar mutkim dinet. Now it's the same words of no? our They just switched or to lele. Unless you can explain it, you're not going to start the masechet with lele. That's a heavy... Uh, it's a negative word. It's a negative word. Why? Uh, because uh, the Gemara S- now is going to start to tell us... To be careful with your words, by the way. be careful. Lele is... heavy words. We start with or. Or. Or is or. Or is sagina or. It doesn't mean or. Or means night. When you start a masechet, you don't start off on the, on the left foot. Lele! Understand what I'm trying to tell you? That's, that's the answer. Ela... Always, I mean, we're careful. When they start a Masech, when they end a Masech, you want to start if you want to end Bichitov, you don't start Lele. Like when they go up to the for Torah, with Aliyah, they try to end where the next Aliyah is going to start off with something, uh, positive. you know, either, either Pav or positive, but not the uh, curse, especially from the first Pasuk. You know, they have to go over here. Ela, or oh, now we go back. Remember we had a Mahaloka between Ravuna and Rabbi Yehuda, right, when we started the Sugya? We had a Mahaloka over here. What is Or? So one of my said, oh, or is nageh. And one said, which means uh, day. And one said, no, or is lele. Nothing There's no argument anymore. You can't, there's no argument. Finished. We proved this behind the shadow of a doubt. Ben ravuna, ben ravuda, dehula alma or urtahu. Finished. No makloke. Vela peligi. And they're not really arguing. Mor ki atre, umor ki atre. They were just giving the way they called night. Each. Rabbi, in their city, had a different way of calling night. In the place of Ravuna, they called night, and So really, they weren't arguing on the Or Urta. Or Urta? Now, you ask me, uh, 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 how do you call, and uh, uh, Naghe is not day, by the way. Naghe is night, and <coughs> Lele obviously is night. And what was the arguing? In their place, how, how would you call uh, how would you call Night. Although it's a strange argument, but, but so, that's not the argument we saw. That's not the originally we thought that the argument is is or day, day or, night. or night. Is it nage day or is it lele night? That was saying no, 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 no. Nageh is night, lele is night, and the whole argument with those two rabbis was is how do you say night in uh, you know when you want to talk? I, I, well, so each one did it in their own town. This rabbi called it nage, this rabbi called it, uh, but don't nothing to do with Amishnah, none do with Amishnah or urta. I asked yes, these rabbis. Give me a nice word for lele, for, for night. Oh, we call it lele. What do you call it? We call it naghe. Okay, well, what in the world could be the coming minan? This well, it's semantics. So I, I think I once saw that there's a big mahloket. Uh, I think the Goam Vildo brings it somewhere. How do you look at the creation of night? Is the creation of night just the absence of Or? So it really wasn't a creation. It's just the absence of the or, and then the, the darkness comes in. Or is hoshek, a biriyah, it's something there. It's not just taking away. Take away the or, you're not going to get hoshek. Take away the or, you're going to be something middle zone. You need to put something there to be called hoshek. So they say that the word uh, nagi in, in Aramaic, they bring it from different pesukim, uh, like it's to remove, the removal of something. So therefore, could be the argument on the wordage over here was actually that argument of how you look at B'riyat taolam. If you look at Nagheh, which could be the removal... So this rabbi just looks at it, the darkness is the removal of light, but it's not a B'riyat HaOlam. And the rabbi says, Lele, which sounds like, no, Lele is something that was was actually placed. They want to say in the semantics of the way they're learning the words is, is uh, hinted this Mahloket of how to learn taolam. Okay, if you learn like that, at least there's some... Nafkamina. They, they, they were weighing in on a very important and how to learn that's important to know how the Pesukim right so the Gibbera then says didan. oh another question tani lele. that would have solved a lot of problems right that's the question I asked why did now Tana say Lele why did it start with the word Or Lishna Lishna it chooses nice lesson and I'm, I'm airing Nice Lashon at the beginning of a massacre because the bride of uh, Shemwe did not choose Nice Lashon. The bride of Shemwe chose Lele. They were, you don't choose Nice Lashon. Because I'm a bride uh, mixed up in the whole Never. book. Right. But when the beginning of a, a sefer, Shnahma Adi Anaka. Now, why is it the why, why, why would you choose the Shnahma Adi? What do you mean, Shnahma? It's a positive Lashon. It's not a. And you would see Adam, the Okay, now we have also Gyarabotai. You really have to watch your mouth. A uh, person has to be careful. Shelo uh, Words, words mean something. Zora Kadosh says every word that a person speaks goes up to the Shamayim, and after he goes to sleep at night, the Neshama meets all the words that he said that day. And the the, the, the Bedi says this word belongs to you, and they, they hold him for every word that he says. Words obviously that are not appropriate. Was the world, you have to measure every single word that shouldn't be megune. Why? We know the Torah is very, very economical on its words. The Torah doesn't waste words. The Torah doesn't waste letters. Here we see in Parshat why the Torah went out of its way and added eight letters. More than it could have written. So it's plus eight. Why? It could have said a word in a shorter way, but it would have been a negative word. So it decided to add eight letters in order to say it in a positive way. So what do you see? It's worth it for the Torah to add letters in order to say something in a nicer way than saying it in the negative way. Where do you see it? Here's the proof. Okay, that's fine. Now, asher. Enina tehora. you count all these letters over
1: here.
0: Thirteen. Asher enina tehora. There's a way of saying Asher enina tehora, By the way, we have one word for that. It's called Hatemeah. Okay, Hatemeah is what? Five letters? You wrote thirteen letters where you could have wrote five. So if you wrote eight more letters, just in order. Instead of saying Temeah, you said Asher tehora. Abinu Yonah adds to the to the to the to the story over here. We see the Torah says the word timah many times, by the way. You know, if you tell me that any time the Torah says the word timah it says okay you see the Torah. But it did it once. It did it once and then like, after that you don't see it, don't do that anymore. Simple explanation. That's it. I'll show you once. I'm showing you once. That's a that's important to us. And then after that we have other reasons why we wrote timah But this is the fact that they did it once already teaches you a lesson. But the, the Rebbeinu you says, "No, know, he, he is very, very significant. Why well, taught it to us over here? Because these animals, when it says Tehorat Teme'a, what did it mean? Tehorat not for kashrut. Noah was only able to bring animals on the Teba that were fit for Korban. In those days, everything was fit for eating. Everything was fit for eating. There was no such thing as kosher not kosher. Everything was fit for eating. It wasn't fit for korban, so therefore, says the Ben it wouldn't be right to say something that's fit for human consumption. Teme'ah. So from here you learn that when they bring the food to the table, it's like, ah, garbage. Hey, this is, people eat this? This is not. Uh, you don't like the food. You say it's not my taste, not my taste. It's not my taste. So like, no, I don't eat this. this is disgusting. Hey, you talk about food. So that's already according to the Torah's level, nibud You're talking uh, not, people eat this. That's what how would have been. now learns this pasuk. That it would not be proper to call something that's fit for human consumption teme'ah. So therefore, here specifically said I should because you had that that split between korban and uh, Rab Amar Tesha. The Papa actually comes along and says the Torah doesn't add eight letters. The Torah adds nine letters. Why? Should Amar is another one. Okay, There's another way of saying lo tahor, by the way. Tameh. Now, if you count the letters over here, what is it? Including asher. asher. Is yes, asher is 13. Against the word tameh, which is three. So the spread between 13 and three. 10. He says nine. Oh, because we're talking about the Tahur without a Vav at this point. Oh. So Tahur doesn't have a Vav, so then you got nine. The then says, why? Vav the Tahor. Which means, even though you don't, you, you know, you don't hear it, because you can, you, can, you can read Tahur with a Vav, without a Vav, but there's a Vav there. So therefore you got the Vav, whether it's there or not, at least we're going we're to count it as if it sounds like a Vav. So therefore, make a ten. We have to see the Torah how they actually spells it, but the point is, even if it doesn't spell it, it with Avav, the point is it's you hear Avav, so everyone's like put another letter in there. Wow. Each, each rabbi, by the way, the more letters you, you add, the more you make the point. He's saying the Torah will even add 16 letters, not to say a word that's uh, inappropriate. When do you see? 16 amar. Ki amar mikrehu bilti tahorhu, kilo tahor. Now what is this over saying? This is why uh, David a Melech. Ki amat, mikrehu, bilti tahor. Which means, a mikre bilti tahor. Bilti tahor is another way of saying, Tameh. Ki kilo tahor. Again, kilo tahor. Just say, ki So count all these letters over here, a botai. What do you have, uh, 19? Do you have 19 letters? You could have said the word, tameh, So basically you added 16 letters, more than you could have, should have written. Now it's talking about, forget about the Torah now. Now, a person should always speak by Why? What's the Zav? Zav is somebody that has an emission. Bodily uh, <coughs> fluids that come out of the person's body. A man or a lady. Zav, zaba. The rule of a Zav, Zabah is whatever they sit on, is also going to be, it's called Meshkav or Moshav, Hazav, whatever they sit or ride, ride on the saddle of an animal, also Tamir, that says, the, the Zav, when it talks about him riding an animal, let's say sitting on a saddle, calls it Mirkav. what's Mirkav? Rokhev, good, Ubi Moshav, the lady, she, 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 the old days, everybody rode animals, but it doesn't say Mirkav. it calls it Moshav, why, 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 why call, call it the same, uh, same word? Because it wouldn't be appropriate to say the word merkav for the way the lady sits because she has to sp- spread her legs when she sits. So therefore, you don't say that word merkav. Better to say moshev. Nice, uh, nice she sits on the, she sits on the, on the horse. She sits on the donkey, no, or the camel. Don't, uh, don't say beferush merkav. Unbelievable. And it says, where's this Pasuk over here, Mishlet? This and is, you're, you're, you're. oh, Iyov, Mechila. what's in leshon arumim. What does that mean? You should speak and choose the words of the Hakamim. Speak like the Hakamim speak. Or oh, clever words like the Hakamim. Okay. Tevhar. You know how to say in English? Choice words. Your, your, your words should be, choose your words uh, wisely. V'tevhar leshon arumim. Choose words wisely. Another pasuk. What is that one? Awesome. Also. Also awesome. Iyob? Yeah. Beauty. Vedaat sifteh, sifatai? Sifatai. Okay. barud meleilu. When you speak, uh, you should speak clear, nice words. Okay. Now, by the way, we were good with the first uh, proofs. Of it. What, do you, what do you bring all these? eyo? What, what do these eyo proofs do for me? So the general, says, he Chitem ani Maybe type, Okay, Zav. You see the Torah in the Zav. It didn't say Merkav. It said Mosheav. Okay, so I see Torah is careful not to, uh, you know, use uh, not nice words. No, but maybe rabbinical uh, texts, maybe not so careful. Tashi or maybe Tabhanash Arumim. That even the Hakamim aren't so careful. Okay. Okay, in rabbinical texts. But when a regular guy is talking, no, maybe you don't have to be careful. They Omer which means the Torah is careful, the Barana careful, you should be careful also. Everybody should be careful. The palm's mother never would say to him when he told the lie, never said, it. she would say, Nisht Emes, it's not so Careful, they don't want uh, to to use the negative, the negative terminology. Fine. That's a new way of talking, that's, that's a refined talking. That's a refined talking of looking for the Best way of saying uh a uh, lachon having to give the uh, you know the negative. Even though no, we, we would not refer to Nibul Pe if you call somebody a liar. boy right. watch your mouth. A lie is a clean words in the dictionary. No, 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 still no good. Still no good. Because there was a better way of saying it. So you have to choose the better way of saying of saying mm-hmm. a word. Ubi Isha. Now that you want know, a technical question. Ubi Isha, look at Bam You just gave me a rule. By a lady, we're not gonna say Merkav. Why? Ah, it's not a modest word. Therefore, we assume that you look at the whole Tanakh, whenever you see a lady that was riding an animal, you're not going to see the word Merkav, because we don't use that word. And uh, guess what? We find it. We found it, we it. We, two weeks ago. Parashat Hayasara. Vatakum Ravkavena aruteha. Vatirkavna ala gimalim. Vatirkavna. What should have said? I don't know. Vatishavna. Moshav. Moshav. <laughs> oh, so that's very really interesting now.
1: <clears throat>
0: Most people, when they sit on a horse, for example, a horse, how do they sit? Their legs are spread. Although, you don't have you to sit have like that. that right, you could sit side saddle. Exactly. So, a lady will not sit like that on a horse because you could sit side saddle. Therefore, by all other animals where you could sit sideways, the Torah will always say, Moshav. When you talk about a camel, you can't sit side uh, side of the camel. So you have no choice. When is it not a Lashon, nikia? If there's an option of Moshav, and you say Merkav, eh? what do you do with Do Moshav. But by the camel, no humps. You can't sit on the side, you fall off. So then we have no choice to sit with your legs spread around the camel and hold on to it. Because first was very high. That's why. And it was very high. So she's scared of falling off so therefore if that's the normal way of sitting on a camel and there's no other option because be you're afraid to fall off uh, I'm not worried about that that's okay so you have to you know there's rules here now I hey, use that word I use the word because how else well she's going to sit
1: so we learn from here that women shouldn't go horseback riding with their legs uh, whatever
0: saying, you want to uh, learn whatever you, you want to learn honey. whatever you <laughs> want to learn Listen,
1: not it no, it's it West, the worst. It was time.
0: I didn't have time to go horseback. Where are you living? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. let make dinner first. Make <laughs> <Back> a <at> team. Make <laughs> <laughs> dinner first. But you catch Moshe. It ishto. The Ed Banav. For Yerkivim alah <laughs> Hamor. Oh, now we're stuck. For Yerkivim alah Hamor. Remember when um, <laughs> Moshe the took his wife? They were going to Egypt, <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe because of the banav. Now you can't. Ah, now what? But you, you can't. You can't come out to. Oh, uh, it's a camel. It's not a camel. It's a hamod. Side saddle. When I says the ata banav, banav. Correct. Why? They were males. So males. There's rechiva. No problem. The rechiva was referring to the children, of them the boys. Mishum banav. Ur Oh, the Qibla says, Vaketiv. This is talking about now Abigail. Well, there was a story with uh, Naval, a wise guy. He, uh, David, a minute, was going to curse him. So her husband, Abigail, the wife of Naval, came riding on the, on the uh, donkey to Abigail. plead with David, don't curse my husband. Now you're stuck. All the answers we gave before, you can't say Kamal, you can't say Banav. It was Abigail, it was a lady, was Rochevet ala Hamor. That's it, you're stuck. Hatam, First of all, it was night. So when you, when you when you go on a donkey at night, you want to have a good grip. You don't want to fall off at night. So therefore, it was normal to travel. Second answer. I'm sorry. First one, um, sorry. Hatam, shumbi since it's the 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 night, it's the derech urchahu. wasn't the issue. She was scared of David. She's going to have a meeting with David. She's a with David. She's going to plead with David. So she, said, I got to hold on. Good. He was nervous. She was nervous. Therefore, in, when you when you're going to see somebody like great as David. You don't sit side saddled on the donkey. You sit and hold on tight because you're, you're nervous. Basically, you're nervous. No, she wasn't nervous about David. Those mountains. It wasn't a flat land. So you're going up and down on the on donkey. When you're going up and down mountains, is good. you got to sit good. Okay. So the Gabbara then says, which is really our question we ask right away. Oh, you gave me a rule, Torah. Sixteen letters. It's going to go out of its way to end, just not to say the word tameh. What you don't say the word tameh in the Torah? The word tameh doesn't exist. The no, no. Of course, Ela, The rule is like this. We're we're sharpening the rule a little now, and the rule will be like this. If it's a push, we can either use one word. It's the same price to use the clean word, same letters, then we're going to use the clean word. It's even, all things equal, we'll use the Lashon <laughs> But now when you start to have to use a lot of letters, we have to add and talk a lot, then we're going to choose Meshitai Lashon <laughs> Ketzara. There's a new concept now. There's a concept that's called Lashon Ketzara. Torah opts for brevity. So therefore, Listen, Lashon Nikiyah is very important. We'll choose Lashon Nikiyah when we don't have to sacrifice and compromise brevity. When all things are equal, we'll we'll say Lashon Nikiyah. But, if using Lashon nikiya is going to cause the Torah to have to now lengthen, then we're going to choose for Lashon Ketzara. Except in the cases that we gave to bring the point. We have to show you once to show you that Lashon Nikiyah is an item. Once we showed it to you, then we're going to go back to the rule of brevity. Understand? Because don't ask. "Hey, you broke the rule of brevity when it came to Asher. And then, uh, hey, listen. One time we have to break the rule to show you that it's important to us. Once we showed it's important, once that's it. We showed you the important, to us, and now, now we go back to the rule. Now, why is brevity important? Because the because taught us a lesson. Amarav Amarila Amaravuna Amarav Meshulabi Adam leTalmidot Dereket Beauty. Why you should always teach your students in the short way. I guess it's easy to remember. It's like the Mishnahot. How did the Ben teach us Mishnahot? He put the most amount of information in a small paragraph. Why? Easy to remember. And then you hear the words. Oh, each word represents like shorthand. You remember everything. By the way, I saw some of the rabbis said because she came she You know, if you're teaching your student, But when you're writing it, all the more so. There's a chokmat to write it. Like they say to Shohan Aruch, when he wrote to Shohan Aruch, he wrote to Shohan Aruch in the clearest way, but in the shortest way possible. And they did studies of big scholars. They gave them all the information. They said, okay, here's four variables. Write this now in a paragraph. And and they they concluded that Maran wrote it in the most genius way than all these literary geniuses. They couldn't write it. They wrote it clear, but too long. The other guy wrote it short, but it lacked clarity. Here they said, Maran used the, 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 the least amount of words, but not compromising clarity. That's a. Uh, oh, so you give me a rule. If all things are equal and the letters are the same, we're going to use the. So the Gibran says. Didn't we just learn by Abigail? What did it say by Abigail? She was Rochevet on the Hamor. Well, Rochevet is the same exact letters as Yoshevet. So the Kavaraz says, well, all things equal, you gave me a rule. You used the clean word. So why by avigay, did you use Rochevet? You used, you should have used Yoshevet. It's the cloud. Kavaraz answer, Rachavat ketiv. It's missing a vav over there. So it's less letters. So we picked yeah. the shorter way. It's missing a vav. Okay. Even though you don't hear it, but when you're writing it, so that's why probably we see them writing even. The proof that's the proof. Maybe that writing even ah, because the Torah in the sound is the same. Uh, it's the same amount of words. and When you're teaching it, it's the same uh, sound. And you see, when you're writing, I can save a letter. <coughs> okay, Let's do this story. Two students. They were sitting in front of Rav. Hadamar. They were learning a So one one student said, Shavetina, Hai this, 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 this sujya over here wore me out. He said, "He said, I am worn out from the sujya." Like a tired davar achir. Davar Sujya is a pig. He said, like, "I am a tired pig." That's the last is that over oh, there. He didn't say "k'davar acher." He said the word Hazir. Right. The Gemara doesn't want to say. In, in this Gemara, the Gemara is not going to say. Uh, uh, but he said, okay. he said it. So he said, "Listen, uh, I am tired, like a uh, Hazir. The hadamar. Shavitini, I'm like a goat, a tired goat. He didn't talk to the first guy. Finished. The guy, the guy what kind of talk is that? What, 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 kind, of, what kind of less sure is that? So therefore he, you know, he, he didn't give him the, uh, he didn't talk to him. Hanihu. And you see, the second guy was obviously good. He learned the lesson. He didn't, he didn't repeat what the first guy said. He changed it. So he understood that means. Okay, they were sitting in front of Hillel. They were learning halakhot over here. <coughs> There's a law over here that says when you're harvesting the, uh, the grapes, you should use kelim uh, daratahor. Why? <coughs> because what happens when you harvest the grapes, some of the juice of the grapes goes on the keli. It's it, Because wine is one of the mehshirit. Even now, it's subject to tumah. When you're harvesting olives, you don't have to worry if the item is tamir. Because the juice that comes out of olives is not considered oil yet until you press it. So therefore, it cannot be mehshirit. So you're allowed to harvest uh, olives with kelim timeim. I'm not worried about <coughs> the hekhshir. <coughs> but grapes, no. Anyway, this is the way they said it. Metpene ma botzrim, botzrim is grapes. Met tahara vein That's by olives. Met <inaudible> tahara So the, the first rabbi said tahara tahara. The second rabbi said vehadamar metpene botzrim met tahara or moskim met Amar muftah ani baze shemorei horayah beisrael. I know that the second uh, rabbi over here. I'm sorry, the first rabbi muftah. <inaudible> that's true and yeah, from, from, from the lashon that he had he saw already he's going to be successful in his learning especially in this case over here because in this case over here, the second guy is much worse when you heard the first rabbi say and you still said mm-hmm. so in this case the second guy is worse you'll, you'll see from the next story also whenever you have somebody before you that uses the lashon tov yeah, and the next guy uses a lashon, rah, that's already, then we're going to start checking his lineage, by the way. If a guy uses a bad lashon, okay, don't, hey, don't do that again. <laughs> okay, don't do that again. But if somebody right before you said a nice lashon, and you heard the nice lashon, and still you went out of your way and used the not nice lashon, then already, here's the story. three kohanim, and they got You uh, know, the lechem apanim, they get the bread, so everybody got a little piece. So everybody was talking how big the piece that they got was. I got the size of a bean. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Bean is okay. Kazai oh, nice, dies, beautiful. Yeah, I got the, the tail of a lizard. tail of a lizard. They went to check his lineage. Because, like I told you, because the first two rabbis that were quoting before you used Lashon Nikiah. So you heard Lajon Nikiya. And twice. Twice. And you still went out of your way to say that they check this, They say, check this if he's a kohen. Um shibitz pasul. My father is not a kohen. Shibitz pasul. Just from the way he spoke. Yes. We have a general rule that says <laughs> which means once a guy is serving in the bed of Magdash, you assume he was vetted. So once he's serving in the, Mekdash, you, so serving in the Mekdash, you don't check so, so what were they checking? He's he already serving the Beit HaMikdash. The guy's vetted. Meaning he's he's good. No. So, don't say that they found him to be pasul, meaning in lineage, they found that he has arrogance. He was an arrogant Kohen. ahead. also makes him Pasu? Yeah, no, it yeah, makes him Pasu as a human being, not no, as a Kohen. No, okay. It's true. Once a guy works in the Beit Midrash, we don't check him. Unless he shows us signs. And this guy showed us uh, signs of uh, problems by using such a language. She's, normally the assumption is this guy's working a bit at the Don't check him. But if the guy shows a signal that he's uh problematic, like this guy did. Amazing story now. What's the Arma'a? Goy. He used to go up every year. At least he claimed it. He used to go up to Jerusalem and eat Korban used to make movies Jewish. Makes me Jewish. He enjoys the kohav pesa. Amar, and he would say he make jokes. He says kateiv, kol ben necha lo yuchalbo. Says goyim cannot eat it. Kol arel lo khalbo and arel cannot eat it. In the rabbi, we don't today. Blessed Hashem, we're able to eat kohav pesa. The Ana, I catch him. I'm shufre shufre. do I eat, but I eat shufre shufre. I get the best parts. Amar le Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera. So Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera is going to catch him now. He's his, he made it like he's his friend. He tells him, Did they give you the tail? That's the best part, the, the, the backbeat. Did They give you that from the tail? Did you get that? They give you that? No, no, I never got that part. Of course not, that goes on to Mizbeah. So now he's setting him up to go there. And now, as we red flag, when he asked for the tail, he was like, What's going on? We don't give out the tail. No, they check him out, they're going to kill him. So it says, When you go over there, Emalehu, tell the uh, the guys. Sefuli mm-hmm. me aliyah. Give me from the the tail. Ki salik amarlehu me aliyah sefuli. Give me from the the tail. Amru de aliyah like a salka. What did you get mad? Go to the mizrbaiah. Amru de man amar lachaki. Who told you to take from the tail? I don't want to see where he got that from. Amr, there would have been amru. Absolutely, bring with them Tera. This is Rabbi Zahachamin. If he said that, that means he's giving us a signal over here. Check the guy. Amru, may hide the Kaman. Who's this guy that's coming over here and buying a meat of Korban Pesach and wants to tell, the tail? Badku arma'ahu, They killed him. Shalhu Rabbi Yehuda bin Betera. So they send a, a, a message to Rabbi Yehuda bin Betera. Shalam lach, Rabbi Yehuda bin Betera. They say, Rabbi, Shalom Alechem, the bin Sivim. Although you are in Nitzivim, um, your, your trap reaches Jerusalem. That means even though you're far away, your influence already reaches Iru Okay, Rabbi, there's two questions in this Sugya. So, yeah, I'm stop here. Question number one the easy question. Why come your didn't go up to uh, Koran Pesah? What was he doing in Nitzivim? How come he didn't go up to celebrate Koran Pesah? If you're in Nitzivim, what do you me? The guy went from Kourmet Pesach. Did you not say no? So they have to, have, to say, either, either you have to say, either you have to say, either have to say he was a Zekin, and Zekin could not walk, Shalosh gadim. we learn Masaket Hagigah, Ispatut, or he was Choleh, he had an exemption. It's easy, I'm not saying any Kabbalah, he had an exemption, no problem. Good, he didn't go, he had an exemption. Only question is, what's the Heteh to kill the guy? <laughs> the Goy, I'll give you from the Aliyah. So someone, I learned, that learns that when it says, <laughs> wow. it's going on the goy. We always understood we can't give it to him. But he learns from here that it's issued on the goy. So therefore, and we know that uh, by the goy, comes out there's more than uh, sheva mitzvot. <laughs> but okay, therefore, once he ate it, it was hayam. Or they say, if you look at Nashi, an and as I said, this is my answer, look at it as she says. As she asks, he says, I want the, uh, why does he want the aliyah? Look at that, she throws in an extra word over here. That she says, now look at that she where he says,
1: uh, look at Rabbi Hudab bin Bitterah. Now look at the next words here. I paid for it. What was talking I paid for it. He's worried of it. I paid for it.
0: He's coming along and saying, I paid for the... Now Hold it. You paid for it. And the guy who sold it to you now does not want to sell it to a goy. So you're a thief. You're a gazlam. You're a ganav. You came along. You bought something from this guy. The, the guy wanted to sell it to you for. He gave you something that not only is wrong, he would not want to sell it to you, it could be possible the whole korban as a result because now you're part of a. Uh, so one of the shemavim is why well, no is Geneva no, because Lanut, he killed the guy. So therefore, as because they paid for it, which means uh, this was a transaction over here. So you gave me this, and I gave you something against my will because I don't know you were going. It's uh, so you're taking something, uh, you know, in the transaction which is wrong. So that's considered like Geneva. Anyway, that's why they they killed it because of that. That's possible. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.